Good morning. If you have your Bibles with you, please turn with me to Psalm 124. If the Lord had not been on our side, let Israel say, if the Lord had not been on our side, when men attacked us, when their anger flared against us, they would have swollen us alive. The flood would have engulfed us. The torrent would have swept over us. The raging waters would have swept us away. Praise be to the Lord, who has not let us be torn by their teeth. We have escaped like a bird out of the foulest snare. The snare has been broken, and we have escaped. Our help is in the name of the Lord, the Maker of heaven and earth. Let's just pray together. Our Father, we thank you again that we can gather around your word. And we just ask that you will bless us and speak to us through it. As we come to you, in the name of Jesus we ask it. Amen. Amen. Right, well, this uh, Psalm, Psalm 124. You know that we're very fortunate in our day to have so many hymns and Christian songs. And between them, they cover every aspect of our lives, showing us that through Jesus we can have a complete relationship with a God who knows us, cares for us, chastens us, loves us, and is pleased to be with us at all times and in every situation. We also have many hymns that we sing, some of which we sing at Christmas as we celebrate the birth of Jesus. Others we sing at Easter as we remember the death and the resurrection of Jesus. And many of our hymn books have a section that will recommend hymns that relate to a certain subject or a particular occasion. Now, the book of Psalms is like this. We have been looking at the psalms that would have been sung by the faithful as they travelled to Jerusalem to worship together at one of the three main yearly festivals. For some, that journey would have been a distance of many miles, and for some, a distance of many days. The songs that they sang are called Psalms of Ascents. And as we look together at these psalms, I want us to notice that they cover different themes that reflect a a diversity of moods and situations. For example, Psalm 120. This is a call to the Lord during a time of distress. Psalm 121. is a call to look up, look up towards the mountains and to look for God's help. Psalm 122. It's about a time of being able to rejoice together. Psalm 123 is a look towards the Lord for mercy. Now these psalms would reflect, as I said, the feelings of the travellers as they journeyed together towards Jerusalem. And Psalm 124, it's another song of David. And this time, It's recalling a time when the Lord delivered him and the nation of Israel from the hands of an oppressor. 
Now, going back to the travellers on the way to Jerusalem, as these travellers sang this song, they could look back to the times in their own lives when the Lord had delivered them from the things that had caused them distress, the problems that might have arisen in their lives, and the Lord had delivered them. The words of one of our hymns that we sing today is one that can remind us of when we are troubled. This is a hymn by a lady called Helen H. Lemo, Lemo, and um, there's a few words from it, and I'm sure you recognize them. Turn your eyes upon Jesus, look full in his wonderful face, and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. So, Let's have a look at what David is saying to us in Psalm 124, verse 1. If the Lord had not been on our side, let Israel say... You know, we we can look back at the, the lives of many Bible characters and see that without God's help, things would have gone disastrously wrong. David is one of those people. And here, he's speaking about a particular time in his life when, without the Lord's help, there would have been a great disaster. Now, it appears that the time that David was thinking of was a time when, without the Lord's help, not only would David and his family have been wiped out, but so would the nation of Israel. The events of the psalm could be about something that happened at the start of his reign as king of Israel, at a time that we can read about in Second Samuel. We're going to do that now. We're going to take a brief look at this passage. It's Second Samuel chapter 5, verse 17 through to 25. This is what we read. When the Philistines heard that David had been anointed king over Israel, They went up in full force to search for him. But David heard about it and went down to the stronghold. You see, this incident happened quite early on in David's reign. And he wasn't prepared for this. The Philistines were coming in full force to annihilate this, this new king, along with his people, the nation of Israel. And it was before they could really muster a defense. Notice where David went. He went to his stronghold. So we read on in Second Samuel. Now the Philistines had come and spread out in the valley of Rephaim. You see, the Philistines had a great army, an army big enough to spread out across the valley. This valley stretched west and southwest of Jerusalem. So what could David do? Well, we read on. So David inquired of the Lord, Shall I go and attack the Philistines? Will you deliver them into my hands? The Lord answered him, Go, for I will surely deliver the Philistines into your hands. You see, David was willing to go and engage with them, but he knew that he couldn't do it without the Lord's help. So he inquires of the Lord, and the promise is that the Lord will deliver them. Reading on in Second Samuel. 
So David went to Baal-perazim, and there he defeated them. He said, As waters break out, the Lord has broken out against my enemies before me. So that place was called Baal-perazim. The Philistines abandoned their idols there, and David and his man, men carried them off. What is the question that David is asking in this psalm that we're looking at this morning? If the Lord had not been on our side? Well, the answer would have been, it would have been a disaster instead. It was a victory. You see, the Lord, the Lord delivered David from the Philistines. Notice the description he uses. As waters break out, the Lord has broken out against my enemies before me. You know, David will use this illustration when he writes this psalm that we're looking at today. He wrote it in a slightly different way. So as we go through the psalm, look out for it. I'll give you a clue. It's in verse 4. But back to Samuel. See, things seemed to get worse. Sometime later, the Philistines came back a second time, came to the same valley. So, 2 Samuel, verse 22 of chapter 5. Once more, the Philistines came up and spread out in the valley of Raphaim. David again goes to the Lord, and the Lord told him what to do. Verse 23 through to 24. So David inquired of the Lord, and he answered, Do not go straight up, but circle round behind them, and attack them in front of the poplar trees, as soon as you hear the sound of marching in the tops of the poplar trees, move quickly, because that will mean the Lord has gone out in front of you to strike the Philistine army. You see, this time the Philistines will be ambushed. They will be caught in a trap. So when we come to verse 25 of Samuel 5, to Samuel 5, so David did as the Lord commanded him, and he down the Philistines all the way from Gibeon to Gaza. So again, God has delivered David. The Lord has gone out in front of you to strike the Philistine army. What was the question David asked in the psalm that we're looking at? If the Lord had not been on our side. Now that we know the when and the why David wrote this psalm, we can see the relevance of it to him and the people of his day. We can see the relevance of it for the people who are singing it many years after this first psalm was written. And these are the people who are travelling towards Jerusalem. Because if the Lord had not been on our side, there would have been no David. There would have been no Israel, and there would have been no Jerusalem and no place of worship for them to be going to. So with this in mind, let, let us take a, a look at the psalm as we just go through it together. So verse 1 of Psalm 124. If the Lord had not been on our side, let Israel say. Now what this is, this is an acknowledgement of the needs for the Lord to help the people needed, David needed the Lord's help. It's also confirmation that the Lord did help 
And this is why this psalm can be sung joyfully. And this is what David wants people to do. He wants them to sing this psalm joyfully. He wants them to be reminded of this and for them to be aware of what would have happened if the Lord had not been on their side. And it's a reminder to them that the Lord is still on their side. So, verse 2 and verse 3. If the Lord had not been on our side when people attacked us, they would have swallowed us alive when their anger flared against us. You see, without the Lord's help, David and Israel would have been destroyed. Swallowed alive is a strong term to use. The Philistines had the reputation and the resource to wipe out Israel. Verse 4 and 5 of the psalm. The flood would have engulfed us. The torrent would have swept over us. The raging waters would have swept us away. What did we read earlier in 2 Samuel as David described how the Lord defeated the Philistines? It was like, waters break out. The Lord has broken out against my enemies before me. David here turns this illustration of a raging torrent of water around to say if the Lord had not swept them away like he did then without the Lord the Philistines would have swept us away and so we can come to verse 6 praise be to the Lord who has not let us be torn by their teeth This is speaking of the Philistines as coming down against them like a wild beast. And here David has moved to describe the enemy as a wild beast that was ready to devour them. And without the Lord's help, they would have torn them to pieces. That's why he says in verse 6, Praise be to the Lord who has not let us be torn by their teeth. Why? Because the Lord was on David's side. Then we come to verse 7 of the psalm. We have escaped like a bird from the foulest snare. The snare has been broken and we have escaped. Remember we read in Samuel on the second occasion when the Lord defeated the Philistines? He had them caught. God had them caught in a trap. If the Lord had not been on our side, we, David and the Israelites, would have been the ones who were caught in a trap. But verse 7, we have escaped like a bird from the foulest snare. The snare has been broken and we have escaped. In the last verse of the psalm, David tells us that it's not just David who the Lord helps. He says that the Lord is our help. Our help is in the name of the Lord. And this is where our help comes from. Who is the Lord? Well, David tells us, the maker of heaven and earth. So in verse 8, he can say, our help is in the name of the Lord the maker of heaven and earth. 
So, we, like David, can praise the Lord, the one who is with us today. You know, we've seen the relevance that the psalm had for David and the people of his day as they faced the Philistines. The Lord delivered them. We can see the relevance that the psalm had for the faithful Israelites as they traveled towards Jerusalem to worship God because the Lord had continued to deliver them. What relevance does it have for us today as we travel towards the new Jerusalem? Well, if we are traveling towards the new Jerusalem, then the Lord is on our side. And because the Lord is on our side, he has delivered us from sin. Romans 5 verse 8. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this, while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. In the, the, the atmosphere, the mode of the psalm, what if, what if, if the Lord had not been on our side, we would have been left to fend for ourselves. If left to fend for ourselves, there will be no hope of forgiveness, no hope of forgiveness from God, and no hope of salvation. Well, the Lord is on our side. If the Lord had not been on our side, there would be no escape from the trap of sin that can only lead to disaster. All are in danger. Danger from God's judgment. Judgment for our sin. We need the Lord on our side. We need to be on the Lord's side. How is this possible? How can we be on the Lord's side so that he can be on our side? I want to read a verse from Ephesians. Ephesians 1 verse 7. And I think this speaks about what we're looking at this morning because the answer is here. In him, this is Jesus, this is the Lord. In him we have redemption through his blood and the forgiveness of sin in accordance with the riches of God's grace. God loves us and Jesus died for us. So because of Jesus' death, we can have redemption through his blood. We can know forgiveness of sins. And this is not in anything we have done. This is in accordance with the riches of God's grace. Something we don't deserve. I was thinking of a, a hymn, um, who is on the Lord's side. And I just want to share the chorus. Um, this is the words from this chorus of the hymn. By thy grand redemption, by thy grace divine, we are on the Lord's side. Saviour, we are thine. 
Isn't that great? I trust that you can say that honestly this morning. If not, maybe it's time for you to get right with God. John 8, verse 32. Jesus replied, Very truly, I tell you, everyone who sin, everyone who sins is a slave to sin. Now a slave has no permanent place in the family, but a son belongs to it forever. So if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. With the Lord on our side, not only can we be set free, but the trap that held us has been broken. If the Lord had not been on our side, where would we be? The question is, is he on your side? Romans 8 verse 31. What then shall we say in response to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this psalm and the truths that are held within it. Our Father, if we don't at this moment know whether you are on our side or not, just open our eyes to the fact that we are separated from you by sin. And until that sin is removed, we are outside of your help. But our Father, we thank you and praise you that by the death and resurrection of Jesus, we can come to you, we can bring our sin before you, we can by the power of what he has done be forgiven, and then we can say that we are on the Lord's side, and then we can say, what then shall we say in response to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? Amen.